Happy end of April, listeners. Welcome to Wilderness Wonder. This is your host, Amber Redmond. This is a podcast where we come alongside you in the wilderness and seek out God's wonder. We spend a few minutes every week creating space, asking questions, and walking through our stories. This podcast is for the wrestlers, stepping into the ring with God. We are also here for the seekers, opening up space for God to show us where he is in our right now lives. Last week on the podcast, Amy Beltran joined us. She was so gracious to tell us her story, the ways that God sought her out, and the ways she wrestled with him. But in the end, she found him, and found that Jeremiah 29, 11 is true. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Amy's future was in God's hands, and she was able to find him through continually surrendering to his voice in her life. I loved when she shared with us that his voice wasn't an audible one, but instead God pressed upon her the need to listen to him, instead of forcing her to do what he wanted. He helped her unfold her story to her people. Today, We're going to approach questions that will help us find God's voice when we are in the sticky middle of our wilderness. Through these questions, I hope you will learn how God is unfolding things within your life. This week, I come to you from my new house in my new bedroom, where I sit on the bed next to my cat who's sprawled out. I thought about kicking him out because I'm recording But if you hear him purring, just know that that's part of the effect, I guess. (laughs) I'm effectively in the wilderness this week. I know this is true for a few reasons. Because I haven't been feeding myself well, and I don't know where my Bible is. When we moved into the new house just over a week ago, we filled three or four really large U-Haul boxes with the things that were important from my office and the dining room where I kept all of my books. And in filling those boxes, my Bible ended up within the throng of all the other books, which is fine. I just know that when I'm not able to find my Bible, I don't have it as a touchstone to find throughout the week. And when I don't have it as a touchstone, it affects me. Last Monday, when I made it to the middle of my day, I kept thinking, man, my need is showing up a lot today. I had two kids covered in rash who were home, loads of unpacking at the new house and packing at the old house to do, a therapy appointment first thing in the morning, and my great-grandma passed away in the afternoon. Remember when I said, effectively in the wilderness? All I could think about by the end of the day were all of my needs. I need a babysitter. I need a break. I need to eat. I need to help these kids get more comfortable. I need, I need, I need. When our need shows up over and over again, it can feel really unpleasant. Not long ago, I would have suppressed all of those thoughts of my needs because when they show up in a list like that, I feel like it's impossible to meet them. 
which just makes me more itchy. Much easier to think of everyone else's need. Instead, I'm learning through therapy, the work, time with God, to allow the list of my needs. And in turn, I also allow discomfort, anger, irritation. I never said the work was easy. All of these can explain the week I've had. At one point during the week, I was yelling at my kid to get the soccer ball. Right there. No, right there. Right there. And my husband looked at me and said, It would be better if you could use descriptive words. Right there. Where? In my irritation, I replied, I'm overwhelmed. There's my descriptive word. Most of the time on this podcast, we're going to look back at our stories to find where God met us in the wilderness. This is intentional because I know the value of a practice of reflection. I also know the value of our stories. Reflecting on the narrative we build for ourselves and seeking God is essential to the work. But another essential part of the work is finding awareness in our right now lives. If we can find awareness within ourselves, we open up to welcoming God. So today we ask the question, how do we welcome God in the midst of our wilderness? Right in the sticky middle of the day, when you get the call, when you're overwhelmed and finding soccer balls, when you sit down for the first time and realize you haven't eaten in hours, when you're not quite to the point of tears, but you can feel the cracks. How do we connect when we're feeling disconnected? I talked in episode four about curating a practice of silence and stillness and touched briefly on asking this first all-important question. What do I need? This is a question I'm learning to practice, one that my therapist is guiding me through. When I decided I needed to go to therapy last summer, it was after two weeks of living on autopilot. I can't remember what brought me back to earth, but I recognized something that only I could recognize. I was not okay. This isn't something that someone else could say for me, even though I wanted them to. I wanted my husband to come and caringly tell me, you're not yourself, are you? What can we do to help? That was unrealistic because he doesn't know my needs unless I tell him. And you'll find when you begin to ask this question, You might not even know what you need until you ask it either. That's okay. This isn't something that we're often taught to do. But I'm learning. God shows up in our needs. When I went seeking a therapist, I was a brand new mom for a second time. I had the shock of finding out I was pregnant for a fifth time behind me. The thick sadness of losing three babies behind me. Being attacked by a dog and having a lifelong facial scar behind me. All of the trauma, it seemed, lived in my past. A good place to leave it, some may say. None of it stayed behind me. Instead, I was living in a fog, and all of the symptoms of postpartum anxiety and depression were creeping into my awareness. I would breastfeed my baby boy and look at him through a glaze of no connection. I would want to connect, and I was unable to. I could feel As he got older, him wanting to connect with me, and I couldn't reciprocate. I was bitter, broken, lost. And on June 2nd, 2020, I was brave enough to start therapy. 
I had no idea how God would work through that. I also had no idea how my life was about to blow up again. Just a few short weeks after I started therapy, my husband was attacked in the street in front of our home. I was locked inside with my two small children, and an altercation that boiled between two longtime neighbors boiled over onto my porch, where my husband was forced to respond. It was traumatic, and there isn't a lot I'm ready to share about it, except this. God sent me to therapy before this altercation, and I am so grateful. I knew I needed to begin therapy, but I had no idea how much I was going to need it more. But God did. A few months after the altercation, I was on a therapy call, breastfeeding my baby and sitting in a cool basement on a hot summer day. We had already decided as a family to sell our house, and we had purchased a storage unit to fill with all of our unnecessary things so that we could stage our house and list it. In the meantime, the children and I would stay at my mom's through the late summer and early fall while my husband buttoned up the things that needed done before the sale. I told my therapist about taking care of the boys, homeschooling, trying to take care of everything I could, do the best I can. She replied, I hear you telling me that you are taking care of what everyone needs, but what do you need? I had no answer. So she followed up with, when you make a column of everyone you're taking care of, where do you fall in the column? I asked, am I supposed to be in the column? In all seriousness, I wasn't in the column. I didn't know how to put myself in the column. And figuring out how to do that began with asking, what do I need? We all know this is an extremely broad question. If you're anything like I am, you're probably feeling like, where do I begin? I hear you. I am you. Let us begin together. To narrow this broad question, I'll ask a few more. What do you need for your physical body? Have you eaten lately? Do you need to go to the bathroom? Would a shower help you center your day? In those early days of therapy, I remember that one of my first goals for months was to prioritize taking a shower every day because it gave me an ever-needed pause in the day. It helped me take a few quiet moments to myself. And taking care of myself with a small baby was a tall order. This one small act of taking a shower helped me connect on that level that helped me be a better mom, wife, and all-around person. Who can you call upon? A lot of time when my needs are showing up with a big highlighter yellow, I really just need to be seen. Other times, I just can't do it all. Who are your support people? Who can you call when you need to connect? Who helps you problem solve? Who listens well? Who speaks God into your life? What are your touchstones? What part of your day makes you feel more like a person? What can you do to take care of your heart right now? Do you need to pray? When I came to the altar on Sunday to reflect, pray, connect with God, I found myself looking back at the week behind me. I looked for things that worked well and things that did not, and I looked for my touchstones throughout the week. I found when people met me right where I was. Not where I wanted to be, or where other people needed me to be, but where I was. On Thursday, my best friend from forever came and made me dinner. 
She noticed and was surprised by how spacey I was, something that had been bothering me all week and something I couldn't help. I was in the midst of grieving, but she noticed and she created space for me. She guided me when I needed it and she cooked for me, taking care of me in the best ways. When people show up in the midst of your need and become your support, it can feel very vulnerable. And it is. I wanted to be a good hostess and I wanted to serve. But when it came down to it, when I allowed my needs to be seen, she was able to meet them. I think it works the same with God. He knows our needs all the time. And he knows how to meet them. But he can't meet them unless we allow him to. So this week, I leave you with your needs. May you meet them with grace. And in case you need a little help on that front, I'll close with the welcoming prayer by Father Thomas Keating. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I welcome everything that comes to me today because I know it is for my healing. I welcome all thoughts, feelings, emotions, persons, situations, and conditions. I let go of my desire for power and control. I let go of my desire for affection, esteem, approval, and pleasure. I let go of my desire for survival and security. I let go of my desire to change any situation, condition, person, or myself. I open to the love and presence of God and God's action within. Amen. Thank you for coming to this episode of Wilderness Wonder. I hope this practice of looking at what you need meets you right where you are. I hope that you can hear God's voice in your life. And when it's not audible for you, I hope that you can find the touchstones so that you know where God is meeting you. He is unfolding your story in every second. And we know that all things work together for good to those who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28.